0: From a heavy metal perspective, from Dancing to Death, to Dark Throne to Dr. Shrinker. Buckle up. Things are about to get heavy. This is the Metal Podcast.
1: Let's rock and roll. And welcome to the most latest episode of the Metal Podcast. And if you're listening to our back catalog in the future, then this is not the most latest. I am your most humble host. No one is more humble than me, AC. And I am joined by my bestest uh, buddy in the whole entire world. DJ, how are you doing, my friend?
2: Oh, thank you for that. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm feeling good, and I am an egomaniac, as you well know. So I'm glad you're, you're keeping us humble. But how are you today?
1: I'm, uh, I'm, I'm doing my best and unlike what the Commodores try to tell me, uh, I think my best really is good enough. So I, before we get into anything, I just want to do our, our final, our final touches on, on the Lizzo saga. Cause we're not going to just uh, update on Lizzo every week. Oh, oh, see Lizzo did. It's something bad again. Cause that quite frankly, it's, <laughs> you know, no, not, not very, not very interesting, but we, we can do a little end cap to these specific things that we're, we've been talking about. And, uh, so, uh, we got a, a bunch more people have come forward to, to just say like, yep. Uh, the, all this stuff about Lizzo, that's real. Just, this is from uh, radar online. The cat is out of the bag. Lawyer for Lizzo's former dancer says more tipsters have called his office with claims about singer. See, a lot of people were were trying to do the whole like, oh, people are just trying to to get some money off of it, and that's the thing is you always have these crackpots that they'll they'll come out of the woodwork if someone's famous and you're just like this person rubbed me the wrong way. I'll see if I can get some money out of it. This is not uncommon. We we. this has been around as long as the world has turned around. But when people keep doing it, like what, what kind of conspiracy do you think is out there that like the whole world needs to, to come out against Lizzo? Lizzo is an untalented generic fat hippo. There's nothing there that needs protecting, so the the world does not need to come out and 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 do any kind of conspiring against her. The reality is the world is trying to protect her, and normal regular people are saying you know your 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 sacred cow uh, i guess pun intended is is nothing worth protecting. So you got oh, one person coming out saying this thing happened, possibly a, a hoax. Now you got a, a slew of people doing it. Well, uh, it's, it's probably real. And, and sounds spe- like a pattern. Yeah, exactly. Especially when you have something like Lizzo, where it just, it, for no reason, this is, this is something that, is popular like the the music is is, it it, it's it's not cutting edge and she's awful to look at Mm. so this is someone that it's not like the world is fat phobic oh we gotta we gotta go take lizzo out Uh, because like you uh gracefully brought up last week with the thousand pound sisters or whatever that show was (laughs) called (laughs) yes well why aren't people trying to take that show out right and and it's not. yeah and uh it, it's it's not like lizzo is the only fat person in the world like how how many people are trying to uh like say uh, melissa mccarthy sexually abused me or or how about uh james corden sexually oh, okay. uh, abused me well, it's he not just many does, like
2: bad thing at the restaurants.
1: Well yeah, but but well that was that guy those were you know not sexual abuse claims. That was people right. pretty much saying that that guy's like you know a, well it's regrettable
2: what what Lizzo was doing though. I mean well, Of was, course, right, right. Bathroom.
1: And and it's and very and it's very <laughs> specific. But but that's yeah. that's not my point. My my point is that it, they're not saying it because she's Lizzo because she stands up for for body positivity or something. It's it's because she's sexually uh, abusing people. And it it sounds like she's, when when she says like, you need to lose weight, she's not doing it because she's concerned about their image. She's doing it because she's trying to mentally torment these people. That's why Mm -hmm. Lizzo says these things. Like this is, this is like a sociopath this is someone that takes pleasure in doing it so all these people are going to come forward and and it's not going to end but uh i i will say this i do not believe this will ruin her career cuz the, the thing is careers don't get ruined by scandal anymore because no one no one's career as far as superstardom is grassroots All of this stuff, like, especially when it comes to the Lizzo. And if you look at this article, just look at the, the, the first picture with like, look at the person to the right of Lizzo and Lizzo or Lizzo is so ugly
3: Mm -hmm. that
1: only in some kind of like demonic corrupt world, could this thing be a superstar? So all these, these scandals, uh, they're, they're, and, and it's all scandals. They're, they're really more, I, I don't know how, how, how to put this, but essentially if you like Lizzo, you don't believe it. If you don't like Lizzo, you do believe it just cause that, that's how the world works now. And you can say, oh, so you don't, or so you do believe it cause you don't like Lizzo. I believe it because there is a pattern. Right. And I understand how this music industry works because Lizzo is not a talented superstar. Liz- Lizzo is there to to mess with your head. And all these top 40 artists, they're all terrible. All their music sounds the same. It we can have AI AI make a Lizzo song.
0: Easily. And
1: yeah, and it'll it'll do it. There there's nothing about it that requires any talent to do. <laughs> and blue,
2: blue playing yeah. might be the hardest part for AI to You you don't
1: think an you don't think an AI can can have a flute play play a scale? I guess so. I that to me that seems like the easiest part. She's not the the guy from Jethro toll standing on one leg. She stands on one leg. She might keel over. She's
4: not doing timber.
1: They're probably not doing jazz flute in in her headgear with Baxter. Probably no, not you happening.
2: Know, you know, cannonballs definitely hit differently now, especially after the last episode. As far as far as I'm concerned, that's true. But,
1: you know, I'll, I'll make I'll make the um, the edit for you where, where Homer's taking the cannonball to the stomach, but I'll put Lizzo's head there.
2: <laughs> I appreciate that. Yes, it's, but it's, you know something something you had mentioned that I actually had never really thought about before or heard before was. The idea of okay, like yes, all men are pigs, but women are equal to men. So what does that make women? I thought that was a very interesting, interesting
4: take. Do you mind ex- exploring that a little more? Oh
1: sure, because th- this is this is the the sentiment. I think I think this all started from, I believe, Andred Dworkin, that, that really like anti-man sentiment, you know, and then that, that has just kind of it escalated past, you know, little girls saying girls rule and boys drool, which is just, mm-hmm. okay. you know, play, playground talk. And that, right. and, and that kind of extends to our culture, which is really preventing people from growing up and it, it, like we, we do live in a world that is trying to get people from acknowledging real responsibilities. So we have a lot of women that, you know, this, this feminist type and they really do think all the problems in the world are men and oh, well, men are pigs, but these same women will say that women are, are exactly equal to men. Well, then if the problem in the world is men and women are equal, then the problem in the world can't be men. That because you can't you can't <laughs> you cannot be equal and then different. It it has to be one or the other. Like if all the problems in the world are caused by men, then you have to acknowledge that men are different than women.
4: You you have to. Yeah.
1: And, and that, yeah, and, and then there's a, there's a whole other can of worms to be opened there with, with like all the various genders and all that. But you know, that's, oh gosh, that's yeah, a story for that for another time, another. but yeah, but you know, that's, but let's, let's stick to the cannonball breaker herself.
2: Yes, yeah, a cannonball breaker.
1: Yeah. So L- Lizzo, um, her her career, I think, will be unaffected by this because anyone that has any real principle that's like I don't support sexual abusers, they're not listening to Lizzo anyway. Normal people don't listen to Lizzo. You know who listens to Lizzo? People who that Lizzo? people that are too dumb to think for themselves.
4: It's it's like uh, the pe-
1: people that let's say someone likes music, like they like music. They go out and they, they seek a genre out. Like when I was in high school, I knew Iron Maiden, Judas Priest, Motorhead, Metallica, Megadeth. And well, and maybe, maybe a few other ones. Like, I don't know. There's probably something obvious that I I just, uh, Dio. But those were the ones that I liked. Well, not that I like, but I knew. So what I sought out was bands that sounded similar to them, but had more edge. And that's where I came across Testament and Exodus and King Diamond slash Merciful Fate, Morbid Angel, Cannibal Corpse, and so on. People that like Lizzo... They don't say like, I want to find music. They say, what music should I be listening to? It's the same people that watch, you know, the Handmaiden's Tale or, um, uh, Bridgerton, all these things that are on the homepage of the streaming sites, uh, euphoria, not right. because this, the, I hear this is good and this is going to stimulate me emotionally and intellectually. No, no, no. This is what everyone's listening to. So this is what I'm expected to listen to and I'm not smart enough to understand that that's how they've tricked me into listening
4: to it. So Lizzo she
1: she's she's going to be known a, a, as this this sexual degenerate sociopath uh, molester abuser and the people that listen to her, they don't care. The industry isn't going to shun her because the industry knows about it. The industry enables it and they're going to keep propping her up with, you know, several forklifts, <laughs> possibly a crane.
2: A crane. Yeah. I was going to say it's it's a lot of uh, support to, uh, to ask of the forklift.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Forklifts do have a, you know, a maximum, you know, carrying capacity. Maybe a special elevator. Uh, no, they you see no. that?
2: Walk into an elevator. I'm, well, I'm immediately pushing the buttons to open the doors.
1: Yeah, yeah. Or emergency? No, no. Yes, no. yes. I, I'm getting on that. Can't phone. take the stairs. Yeah, no. The stairs might even not be able to take her. Oh man! <laughs> even like concrete stairs collapse under her girth.
2: Yeah, the the structural foundation is uh is not going to hold that.
4: Lizzo's blood type is putting
1: <laughs> yeah so oh, man. so well, yeah positive. <laughs> yeah <laughs> well i think she, she's definitely putting positive yeah definitely not putting negative <laughs> it's too rare for her and she will oh, she will she will scared. be unscathed and and you know what uh a few months from now Everyone's going to forget about this. There'll be, there'll be new scandals from other top 40 artists and there'll be a cycle that it all just repeats this way. Just, okay, now here's the well, next at,
2: problem. At least, at least she's not shooting anyone, you know,
1: or murdering people. Not know, yet.
2: Sexually, uh, uh <laughs> yeah, that we know of. She hasn't probably eaten
1: a few babies. Yeah. Well, yeah, not, well, not Hey, Hey, now <laughs> babies are too high in fat. She eats toddlers. <laughs> oh God. Yes, just come on, now. Them in. yeah. So like, uh, just like like a like a cartoon character. <laughs> you know
2: what she, she reminds me of is you remember that uh, Deuce Bigelow
1: male gigolo? Do, yeah, think, and, and it was like, so and it was like, wasn't that guy a football player? <laughs> I don't remember. I think his name was literally like his stage name was Big Boy. Oh goodness! Well, he was big. I I think yeah. Well, and it was a man too. <laughs> But yeah, he 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 kind of was told me. He kind of was playing. Um, yeah, so yeah, Fluisa was the character's name. Yeah, his name his name was Louisa. Big Boy, Hip Hop DJ. Looks to be his his name. Oh, I think gosh. I I do think that guy ended up losing uh, a bunch of weight though. Oh, okay,
4: I think you have uh, to at that point.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I, I recall, yeah, he had, okay, so a stage name, uh, derives from his formerly large build, huh, weird, which he modified through duodenal switch surgery, which, you know, uh, I believe that's like gastric like bypass. tummy tuck or something? Okay. Gastric bypass, I believe. In 2003 is when he got it, leading to a nearly fatal weight loss of over 250 pounds
4: grease yeah so you just do it
2: too fast is that what they're saying
1: well it looks like he got surgery to finger. lose most of the weight and then and then he lost 250 pounds and that was probably just too much of a shock to the system
4: that's a so, lot of weight 250 yeah. extra pounds
1: yeah like
4: how do you
2: feel that's, that's like-,
1: like that's like half a lizzo <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's a few people.
4: they
1: they, they don't measure things in metric they don't they don't metric <laughs> they don't weigh weigh things in uh, metric tons anymore. They they weigh them in lizzos. <laughs> <laughs> What's what is the what is the uh capacity of this elevator? It's about um a quarter a lizzo. <laughs> so you can fit about seven uh people in oh, there.
2: No. We've got state of the art elevator where you could fit almost two lizos and it's uh yeah, it's the size of a football field.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is, this is, this is a new, um, a new elevator we're designing specifically for hospitals. So in, in case you, you know, you need to get a whole team in there and, and there'll be no problems. Yeah. So it, it can, it can fit three Lizzo's. Now this is okay. just the prototype. You know, we're hoping that construction can be done by 2050. How much can you bench, dude? Uh, the world, the, 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 the record, the record, is, the record is a Lizzo and a half. I
2: was going to say, uh, like a 10th of a Lizzo.
1: No, well that, oh, I'm talking about bench, you know? Oh, bench the right. world record for, you know, power lifters, you know, it's, it's a, a Lizzo and a half. You put, a, know. put
2: a Lizzo on your shoulders and do some squats.
1: Do so, you can, I, uh, you know what that guy, you know, that guy, uh, half Thor Bjornsson. He was the world's strongest man, you know. Yeah, wasn't he set, there like
2: the Iranian Hulk or something like that?
1: That was a bodybuilder. I'm okay. talking about the. I'm talking about the power lifter, the guy. From, oh, yeah, yeah. From Game of Thrones, yeah, he set the world the dead deadlift record. You think two he lizzos. Can, uh, deadlift the lizzo. Two lizzos. Yeah, which is a, <laughs> two, you know really? yeah it's a le well 1104 pounds, oh, which is exactly two lizzos. <laughs> Arnold's bench record was one, was 2015 one or 2023 2023 okay oh man that that that's that's a new record
2: it's gonna be a record
1: <laughs> yeah so uh the so apparently uh Lizzo's boyfriend Lizzo a boyfriend's ex claims he ended 10-year relationship to be with some singer so yeah, so she just left this guy for someone else. Yeah, so L- Lizzo is a, is a horrible person. Yep. And th- this is this is how the industry goes. They they don't put nice people up front. They put your Lizzos up there because they they are pushing the the opposite of reality. And and going back to you know the namesake of our show, that's why metal isn't. In in the front, it's not that everyone in metal is a good guy. Obviously, like you know, right. you have a lot of degenerates out there, but there are a lot of people. They're just normal guys, wife, kid, house, and all they and they just they get together with their friends and they also make money playing music and it and it's a good time for them. You can't have people like that you you need to have terrible people that are willing to lie that are willing to say the opposite of reality because eventually it does weigh on your soul to to ju- to live a life of lying mm. you only a certain type of person can do it and it isn't a long-term thing to do so that's why you have all these sociopaths at the top because we need someone to lie we need someone to just shamelessly do a commercial for pharmaceuticals
3: Mm.
1: and do it in the most shameless way possible instead of just naturally sneaking it in like, oh yeah, I used to get migraines and it would affect my performance. You know, I take medication for, it would have been the easiest thing in the world. I'm still, I'm still upset over that Lady Gaga ad, not because I ever respected her. I do think Lady Gaga is like some kind of like
2: satanic witch she likes that satanic art stuff which is just bizarre with those like pictures of I yeah she follows you know what i mean like it is undeniable that it is really weird and strange that she's a weird person
1: yeah. And, and she's like an Oscar winner, golden globe winner. Like she, she's won all these huge industry Grammy, awards. All this stuff, yeah. Yeah. Nine Grammys like, like mm-hmm. Limp Biscuit. I I, I'm sure she's won more <laughs> than nine, but oh, yeah. she, she shared awards that Limp Biscuit has, has won. But, but how, how hard would it have been for her to just like, even doing like a Instagram reel and saying, you know, guys, uh, I do a lot of shows. I do a lot of performing and I do feel stress from it. And it gives me migraines. If you have migraines, do something about it. Go, go to the doctor. There are plenty of medications out there. And she could have just said, she's like, I take this and it works. Like she could have done that. And then people wouldn't have been like, that's so weird. That makes no sense.
2: It reminds me, do you remember like the, the, Uh, Wayne's world when they're like, they're like little yellow,
1: different. Yeah. You know, people only do this (laughs) stuff for money. You know, that's just sad. He's like wearing all the Reebok. Yeah. It's like, and it, and it, and it, it's a taste of a generation. (laughs) he's like drinking the Pepsi. Yeah, exactly. This whole thing's giving me a headache. Oh, little, yellow, different. Oh yeah. That, that's one of the best parodies of, of what we're talking about.
2: And it was 30 years ago.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Wayne's world one and two are both excellent movies. Yes. I I don't, I don't know which one I like more. I probably do like the first one more. There's a lot of funny stuff in it, but the second one has a lot of good scenes. The village people scene is one of my favorite scenes in any movie.
2: I like when they're like training the people to be like roadies. I got (laughs) nowhere else
1: to go. Was it Chris Farley? Yeah. And the one guy's like, uh, uh, you will be manning these machine gun nests and (laughs) they tend to heat up, so fire them in three round bursts. Now, in case of capture, cyanide pills will be distributed (laughs) and they will be placed under the tongue like so.
4: (laughs) Fantastic. Oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) Any questions? Yeah, when did you become such a nut bar? (laughs) No, that... That's a good movie. And then like, like who, who's going to be there? Uh, Aerosmith and Pearl Jam. And like, he's just like naming like all the other bands. <laughs> Garth's like, wow, who else? And, then he, <laughs> and he looks over as like an old man, fashioning a kayak out of a log. What? No, no. It's just like everything that he sees he named, you know, and you know what? That that's a good movie. So w- Wayne's world, uh, we'll talk about Wayne's world before we move on back to stuff that's less pleasant, but also kind of interesting. Wayne's world is one of the many movies made based on SNL skits. And that whole concept is very strange because these SNL skits, they're like three, four minutes long. And they turn oh, that into a into a ninety minute movie. I don't know how long Wayne's World is. Wait, I'm assuming it's, it's around that. Yeah, it's 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 not it can't be more than two hours, but I no way, mo yeah. most comedies at that time they they But there's were two movies, so
2: it's what? That's so there's And there's a lot of skits. No, a of skits.
1: Yeah, we could add it all up. But uh anyway, they they took a like a three minute skit. And then they turned it into a, a, a full feature film. And it, and it, it's pretty much just about these two guys that for fun, uh, they, they, they do a show and then they kind of become local heroes and they get exploited by <laughs> the entertainment industry. And uh, they, they get to the point where they do get paid for their show and, Now, the thing I am unclear on is in the second one, I don't know if they're getting paid for Wayne's world that I I can't be, I can't be too sure about that. But, uh, do you remember when, uh, Wayne first goes to Rob Lowe's apartment in the first Wayne's world?
2: I think so. When he's with his girlfriend.
1: Yeah, but do you remember what he says to him? Like when he first walks into the apartment,
2: I can't remember.
1: <laughs> it's a really funny <laughs> line. He says, "This is definitely the place, uh, the kind of place I'm going to get when I move out of my parents' basement." <laughs> <laughs> that's, how, that's how he opens it up. Yeah, but like, in the second, oh but, but in the second movie, he has his own apartment. It, it, right. It's an official babe Blair, as they describe. So, (laughs) yeah. And and then, and then the first one, like when he's talking to the camera and it's like, I, you know, I'm, I'm Wayne Campbell and here's blah, 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 blah. Um, he's, he's talking about how he pretty much only had menial jobs and he was constantly shuffling between a menial job and unemployment. And at the time he was most likely unemployed. Right. And it did it didn't seem like he had a job in Wayne's world too. So he's probably getting paid to, to do Wayne's world in some, some form or another.
2: Well, I remember him making fun of the sponsors of like, that's the, the first one. Guy. That's okay, the first that's one.
1: one. Yeah. And the first, the first one, that's we got to. Oh, I think that went we, really well. They 10, were yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a really good response think from the says, control what? room. <laughs> Oh, yeah, they were loving it. Yeah, that was funny. And they fired Wayne, which is kind of funny. They fired the- I continued the, like host the
2: show, but I did all right. And the guards like, um, um, I'm okay. You ever, see, <laughs> you ever
1: seen that movie Scanners where that guy's head's about to blow up? <laughs> <laughs> I also love that, the joke in that, like, where they're playing with the green screen. They're like, uh, we go to New York. I'm from New York. Yeah, I got me a gun. I'm going to a Broadway show. Or we could go down to the mystical plains of Texas. Howdy, partner! I'm gonna ride some <laughs> broncos. Giddy up! Or imagine being swift off to the magical world of Delaware. I, I'm in Delaware.
2: Have you it's seen it, this movie recently? I haven't seen it forever.
1: I uh, it's, it's probably <laughs> been like fifteen years, but I used to watch it all the time. Like I know all the scenes, but I, I don't remember all the lines. I'm, I'm sure some, uh, Wayne's world diehard knows that I, I said most of those lines wrong, but I, I know all the scenes, but well, the same. Sec- that
2: Rob, Rob Lowe was in it too. Cause he was in other SNL movies. I didn't like, well, he, like uh, he, he's like in boy or whatever.
1: Sure. Well, Rob Lowe is also in Austin powers two. He's in the, first two. one he's in the first one well, in a, a deleted well in the he's in the first austin powers in a deleted scene but he uh, has yeah. a major role in austin powers too right yeah so you know rob, rob low and and you know he's you know like the
2: oh and that the, was mike myers too yes yes that was that was friends. what i was getting at yes ah, yeah. there we go the dots are connecting yes
1: so um, Rob Lowe was probably in, did you say Tommy Boy?
2: Yeah. Wasn't he the, the stepbrother?
1: I don't remember.
2: Or they're cow tipping. And he, and he tries to like shoot, he shoots the gun and it like unhitches the Rottweiler that comes after him or whatever. I remember don't
1: know. I don't.
2: He's like spraying him with the hose, like washing him off. He's like, I'm a maniac,
1: maniac. I don't remember this. I <laughs> don't remember? I'm pretty sure that's Tommy Boy. He's in Maybe. it. Maybe. I, I mean, I'll take your word for it.
2: And he marries like the... He's like married to Tommy Boy's father's uh, wife that he just marries. And it's actually like, you know, they're just after the father's money. I, I, he was the bad guy in it.
1: Yeah, again... I, 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 I don't remember. <laughs> right? I don't know. I, maybe the, the, all this, you seem, oh, you seem confident. So, you know, you're, you're yeah. probably right, but I don't, I don't know.
2: This is the hill I'm going to die. I,
1: I can't help you there that now all of this is possible, but what I wanted to get at was with, in Wayne's world too, the plot of the movie is Wayne feels like he never accomplished anything of note. So he sets out to do something that he thinks is great that the world will remember him by. Okay. It's the simplest thing. And it's really, and, and that's kind of been an overarching theme of our show is, is doing good and doing things and creating things. Yeah. Yeah. That was, um, I, I just, I think that is interesting because a lot of those SNL movies. The plots are so stupid. And like there are no jokes in the movie Coneheads. Uh like I I don't understand how anybody anybody could like Night at the Roxbury.
4: Hey. Well yeah, that's
2: a good one.
1: That movie is so There's bad. <laughs> that movie is so bad and so See? unfunny.
2: No, that m- movie is i guess nostalgic for me tell me one
1: tell me one funny part right now
2: when they're like bobbing their heads to what is love or like they get the girl in the middle of them and they like they're hitting the hitting the girl like between each other you mean
1: the thing that they did on all those skits that wasn't funny to begin with exactly
2: yeah some people like those you didn't laugh it had um some like amber songs Labouche. don't you like some of those
1: Yeah, I said, tell me a funny part, not tell me a thing that happened in the movie.
2: I'm telling you the music.
1: I like the music, but I can, I can listen to the music without,
2: um, hearing terrible cringe-inducing jokes.
1: I don't even know if there are jokes in that movie. Most of those SNL well, movies are terrible. Well, it's Pat. The, the idea is that like they're brothers
2: the, and they're trying to go. I know like what the plot go.
1: is. Yeah, I understand. I the, think it's uh, like, yeah. uh, like
2: Saturday Night Fever, essentially, is what they're making fun of.
1: They're not making fun of anything. They're just trying to be sense. like like club kids. They go to nightclubs yeah, and they're losers. <laughs> like that's it. And, the, and the skit is just, it's, it's them bobbing their heads nonstop to what is love by Hathaway. We got a number. Yeah. See now that, see, this is, this is the perfect example. Cause they were really pathetic. Like they're so pathetic. Yeah. And, um, it's, and Wayne's world is like a similar thing where they, these two guys in the basement that like rock and roll. And then they talk about things that are completely unrelated. And the, the focal point of the movie is, is their show. Night at the Roxbury is not about them going to the club because one, that that sketch isn't funny at all. It's not. And what do you do with it? And and that's another thing. I think the Night at the Roxbury sketch was popular because they just constantly played it. And people liked the song, so they They thought they liked the sketch. Yeah, it's a great song. Have you ever seen the music video for that?
4: I don't
2: think
1: I have. I highly recommend Yeah, I highly recommend <laughs> it. It is so
2: I And you don't strange. like the movie? How do you not like the movie? Because
1: like, the movie sucks, and the song <laughs> is completely different. You like baseball, right?
4: I do like the baseball.
2: Then why
1: don't you like sun-dried tomatoes?
4: I don't like tomatoes.
1: Exactly. Well, but you like baseball. How can you? I don't get it. How do you, how do you like baseball? You don't like to, 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 this makes no sense to me. Yeah. Cause I like one song that's in a bad movie. Doesn't mean I like <laughs> the bad movie. Uh, there are a lot of songs in that movie that I like. I, I like, um, uh, well, where I, do you go by no mercy? I think that's a good song. Yeah. That movie sucks. Uh, but Wayne's world one and two are both movies about people being proactive and doing something with their life. Like the Wayne's conflict is he doesn't have direction and this is a very nineties theme where someone is, is good at one thing Mm -hmm. and they, they turn that into uh, a profession and it's, it's, it's what we used to call the American dream. You know, you can go out, you know, you apply yourself, you can. You can do what you want to do. I don't believe that does exist anymore. And, um, and a good example of that is just look at our music industry and how embarrassing it is. Yes. Like you, you cannot be talented and just go out and use your talents to become like a superstar. Now that's not to say that if you're good at music, you can't make a living off of it and you can't make a good living off of it. Just your, your Avenue has to be an alternative to the music industry. And that's, that's kind of what the, the internet has done. And that's a a venue that we, we are also providing people with a platform to have their stuff played. Like we, we understand how that industry really either exploits or ignores talented people. And there is a, a good avenue out there for you to have your music heard it's just not the music industry that what they want is uh, a big fat Lizzo and they want a uh, Tory lanes. Now we will get to him briefly, but just to, you know, sum it up for, um, uh, for Wayne's world. Wayne's world is a great film about, uh, a two, two, we'll say two guys, you know, Wayne created the show, but he did it. it Garth is a, an essential part of it. Like you are yeah. definitely the Garth to my Wayne. <laughs> kiss your mother with that mouth (laughs) do (laughs) Do you ever ever get turned on when Bugs Bunny used to dress up like a girl (laughs) do you remember what what, do you remember what what Garth asked Kim Basinger when when she was dancing yeah that's right I do remember that That and he had and he had a a sweet painkiller poster Oh, oh, you yeah. said Wayne's outside. Are you going to marry her? Garth, marriage <laughs> is punishment for shoplifting in some countries. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that was a movie that I wish that they did do. Like, like when they started doing like the late sequels, oh, I wish yeah, they yeah. did. I wish they would have done a Wayne's world three. And I thought just they had it talked it. about it or something, but I, well, I, I'm pretty sure that, um, Mike Myers and Dana Carvey had a big falling out Mm. because, um, so apparently Dr. Evil was based on Lorne Michaels, who is the the producer (laughs) of um, Saturday Night Live. Yes. Did you ever watch that show kids in the hall? No. Okay. Well, there's a a movie of it called brain candy and it's, it's pretty good. It's like a very, very nineties show. And there's a character in it and he's talking like this and it's very clear that he's being Lorne Michaels, but he's doing the Dr. Evil voice before the first Austin Powers came out. Interesting. So yeah, that was just a thing. And so apparently Dr. Evil wasn't just based off of Lorne Michaels. He was specifically based off of Dana Carvey's impression of Lorne Michaels.
2: Oh, that's funny.
1: And Dana Carvey kind of resented Mike Myers for leaving him out of Austin Powers, especially since he took. Use his His, his yeah. It, yeah. So I think he kind of wanted to be Dr. Evil or at least included. And, you know, Mike Myers, I guess, saw differently and, you know, the rest is history. But I, I think that's what happened to their relationship. I know they they did some kind of SNL anniversary special at some point, And then there was like a, a, a Wayne's world thing with them years later, but I don't know if they ever talked about doing a Wayne's world three, but that would have been something that I, I think they're just way too old now, but I think that would have been something worth seeing like them in their fifties
2: rather than dumb and dumber.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, it, I, I don't know. I, I, I heard that movie was really bad. but um Uh, yeah yeah, i don't know anyone that liked it that saw it but i i i appreciated the idea of jeff daniels returning to that role because jeff Daniels, like i mean jim carrey is a cartoon character but jeff daniels is uh, like a a serious dramatic actor yeah i know he's he's good so seeing him act like that when he's like 60 years old, uh, that I appreciate, <laughs> but I, but the problem was I, I heard the movie was really, really bad.
2: Yeah. It didn't have a very good, um, like script. Anything? Or direction. <laughs> yeah. Like there's some funny joke, I guess, but it's kind of dark, I guess. And he's like chasing younger girls. It's kind of weird. Kind of yeah, weird idea.
1: Yeah. I don't like that. It would have yeah. been funnier if he was chasing like an, like, cause I know the the woman that he was talking about, I can't remember what her name was, but it was the girl from body heat. Wasn't it? Like, okay. in, I, I think that was her. Yeah, and you know, she, you know, she's old now and that would have been a funnier gag. I'm going after a, a, like a young girl, but you know, anyway, uh, Wayne's world. Uh, I, I recommend both of them. And, uh, yeah, I, I like that they have a, a good message and especially in, in the nineties, there were so many of those, those comedies. Like I watched Kingpin recently. Yeah. I like
4: seen, Kingpin. I figured you, you, like you did.
1: No, I, I didn't dislike it. I thought it, we I thought it was. a bowl. <laughs> yeah, we don't I th- have a cow. We have yeah. a bowl. <laughs> yeah. That, that was gross. Oh, that was weird. Um, uh, there, there, there were a few jokes that Really didn't sit well with me, and that was really? just kind of the thing. Yeah,
2: he was punching her boobs.
1: That was kind of funny, just because of the just the the visual gag of it. I thought that was kind what of did, funny.
2: What did I just say? I think I tore my sack. <laughs> Uh,
1: I I found Randy Quaid to be kind of funny in that, and I I think Randy Quaid. Is I mean, he is, is like a funny.
2: Attention. Yeah, he's not like a good person. Didn't no, he's he get just, like arrested he's, for being a squatter and stuff.
1: I don't know. I know he's crazy. I think he got arrested, like trying to sneak into America from Canada. <laughs> some there's some weird stuff with him. But, yeah, yeah. For the well, most, okay. for the most you part, didn't like some um, jokes though. Yeah, I thought. Well, a lot of the jokes I I think were just like it was just gross because they used to call that gross out comedy. Okay. Like uh, like there's something about Mary. I don't think that movie's very funny.
2: Oh, I'm a fan of that one.
1: What was the funny part?
2: Where the guy's, like, being a creep, and he's trying to, like, be a peeping Tom, and then he looks, and it's, like, the real old lady. (laughs) And he sees her naked. It's gross. Is
1: that funny? That's the lady from Kingpin! That was the thing I noticed. I was, yeah, like, remember? He had, like, the the gross (laughs) old, like, landlord lady? Oh, crap.
2: Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. It was Matt, Matt Dillon in, uh... In, uh, something about Mary and he plays like he's got like the creeper stash
1: I think yeah you didn't like that movie I don't think I the there there was two lines that I think were funny like when uh when he's talking to the to Tucker and he says you ever been to <laughs> Santiago Chile he Says twice last year <laughs> that, twice. that was really funny I like that <laughs> twice last year <laughs> and um And when he, well, yeah, but when he meets Mary, uh, (laughs) he's like, I work with retards. And she's like, isn't that politically incorrect? He's like, who are you to say who I can and cannot work (laughs) with? (laughs) Like that, that part was funny, but for the most part, most of that movie, it's just like gross things happening. And and, like the the jokes just, it it doesn't work. And and I think it's why a lot of horror movies don't work anymore. Because you know you see a horror movie and you've never seen anything like that, it scares you, and then they update it and then they update it, and eventually you're just desensitized to it so now, what can they do to scare you? It's like yep that's a that's either a a digital effect or that's uh some food coloring and some plastic like i, I know it's all fake there's nothing you could do so when you have jokes that are just like here's something gross that happened then it's you, you become desensitized to it. Like if you show, like you, like Lizzo would be a joke in Kingpin. Like the, the joke would have been like he had, someone had to have sex with Lizzo. And then now Lizzo is like, I, I bet there's a list that say Lizzo is one of the sexiest women alive.
2: Well, you know what it would have been? It would have been like that, uh, or that guy comes up and says like, "Hey, you guys want to make some money? I'll give you a million dollars." And then <laughs> Woody Harrelson thinks about it. But they had the, like the two guys, so it'd be like, "Hey, for a million dollars, we'll give you Lizzo for the night," and you'd have to think about it. Wouldn't be Wouldn't be good.
1: No, yeah, that that's Do that would have been that, that would have been. No, yeah, yeah. When he says like, you have to sleep with each other, and then like, yeah, and Randy Quaid <laughs> is crying, and Woody yeah. Harrelson is laughing.
4: And like looking at all the money.
1: Yeah. That like, that was, that was pretty funny. See that movie was just kind of like on the cusp. Like th- this is like the, the, uh, the in-between period between like where, where comedies were just jokes and then they just became about being gross.
2: Hmm. Okay.
1: Cause that's, that's where comedies kind of went.
2: Yeah. I could see that.
1: Yeah, because, and I, I think that this, this kind of happened to entertainment as a whole, and what, what, what happened was people became desensitized, because rock and roll was like a shocking, crazy thing. Like, oh my gosh, can you believe this rebellious, loud music? And then they had to keep dialing it up, and they couldn't dial it up much more and have any real appeal. Like thrash metal should still be the, the dominating rock and roll music in the world because the thrash drum beat is very accessible. It's very catchy. Mm It's, it's, it's it's good. It's, it's a good time. Like, you know, death metal, black metal is too much, like, it's just like, you've just, you've done too much. It's to me, uh, like thrash, thrash metal is the Wayne's world. And then King, Kingpin is your death metal. Okay, And then black metal sense. is, there's something about Mary. Like, yeah, sure. There's an audience <laughs> for it, but it's just like, it, it's too much. Like that's,
2: it's, that's funny.
1: You play death metal for your normal person and they're going to be like, I, this is crap. I can't listen to it. But if for like, for metal people, you can get them into it. Cause black metal, I, I couldn't, I couldn't do it initially. I'm like, oh, I I can't do these vocals. I can't do the drumming. Mm-hmm. I can't, I can't make out what these riffs are doing. This is noise. But when you the actually production make,
2: value wasn't, yeah.
1: A lot of, uh, a lot of them, they do sound pretty bad, but a lot of them sound mm. really good. The anthems to the Welkin at dusk and day mysterious, oh, yes. they, they both have really, really good productions. They have a nice spooky sound, but you can make everything out. It, it, it sounds good. But when you go like, you can't go from iron maiden, which is like really, really easy listening, really accessible. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, iron maiden is. You know, it's your, it's your, your shack, Like it's a, you know, nice, nice, good time. And then you just, you just jump into, uh, t- uh, uh, Freddie got fingered, you know, with, with mayhem and you're like, oh my gosh, like what is, what is going on here? This is, this is crazy. This is. You gotta work
2: your way up to those. You can't. You know.
1: Yeah. You have to, you have to, you have to build up your tolerance. Um, uh, cause in the 90s, like rock and roll took like a real dark turn and that's where you had a lot of these industrial bands, you know, like KMFDM, 9-inch nails, Tool. Uh, it, yeah. it, it is a darker sound and it, it is really meant to to sound gloomier and more depressing. And you have to build up a tolerance. And that's why I think a lot of the the older generation are like ah, I can't get this stuff because they're still living, you know, Beatles and Rolling Stones. Like you you I do like the Rolling Stones, but I do acknowledge that's basically a, a pop act at, at this point. Like, that it might as well. I mean, it was top 40 at the time. They're just how old are some of them? Like, their drummer, I don't know, the drummer has to be dead. It was Charlie Watts. I remember, like, 20 years ago, he was old. Like that guy was born in 1939. I I, I don't even know, if, <laughs> I don't even know if the Rolling Stones still play anymore. Like I could be really dating myself with that. But the real point is that, you know, you, you have, I want to hold your hand and then you go to, <laughs> it's, it's just the transition is, it's, it's just, it's not going to work. So people are, they are happy in their own lane, but you have to want to take that leap. But with, with a lot of these, these movies, they just gradually turned it up slowly. Like, you know, just put a little bit of gross stuff. Do they make comedy movies anymore?
2: That's a serious question. I I, think they do more rom-coms. I see, but they're not like straight up comedy
1: Yeah. And most of those aren't funny. They're more like they have cute, they have cutesy moments where you go like, ah, like that. And that's mostly like for girls to, to kind of giggle at and, and stuff like that. It's not really for people to like, you know, slap their knees and hold their sides.
4: No, I
1: can't can't tell you the, the last, I think the last comedy I genuinely saw, I think it might've been the hangover.
2: Oh gosh. That was like
1: 2008. Yeah. That, that was a long time ago. And that movie is still funny. And yeah, that movie have- is kind of a blend between the gross out and the other. It's not like completely right. gross out, but it has mm-hmm. enough stuff. Like, cause more, so you know, the more memorable moments is, like the fat guy being punched by Mike Tyson, the fat guy being face <laughs> in the face. Like not you, fat yes. Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, like stu- that was stu- one stu- of
2: the, my favorite lines. Oh.
1: Yeah, all, all the stuff with that guy when the when the old guy's like nice. Not car. at the table, Carlos. He's like nice car. Don't touch it. I'll hit an old. I'll, I'll hit an old man. An old old man. Like... Yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah he's right. all right. Yeah, he's a little. You know, he's out there, but you know, he's all right. Yeah, like all this stuff with gremlin? that. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See that, that was the funny stuff. Like there is, there is obvious gross out stuff in it, but that's not yes. where the the real funny jokes were. And I, I can't, I, maybe I saw a comedy after that. You know, I, I saw that movie. Um, I, it's been a long, uh, probably, it's, I don't know how long it The movie maybe came out in 2012, 2013 or something. Um, the world's end. And I don't even remember if that was a comedy. I'm just assuming it was, because it was made by the guys who made, um, Shaun of the Dead.
2: Called you remember this that one? End?
1: No, not that oh, one. Oh yeah, I
2: remember no. Shaun, of, okay. Shaun of the Dead. No, it's like a movie
1: Shaun. about these guys that do a pub crawl. It was like the pub crawl they did in high school, but now they're like 30 something year old.
2: No, I watched one called Tag where these guys had like a 30 year game of tag. Did you laugh? I guess maybe. You I guess know. maybe. I think John. Who was it? Yeah, I can't remember. Favreau? I remember. Madden? Maybe. No, I saw a movie recently. I think it was supposed to be a comedy. It was with Jonah Hill. And he's like. Super bad. like this. No, it was called like You People or something. And Julia Louise Dreyfus is was like. Was it his funny? Mom. No. She, it's it's that's what i'm
1: getting at are they funny no not really
2: no because there's like not like an agenda to it but it is like a a weird type of premise no it's not i don't remember any jokes from it so i can't say it was funny yeah (laughs) but i know i know it was uh marketed as a comedy though
1: yeah because i i stopped watching movies pretty much because i just i just don't see any real entertainment out of it like I, I just i don't get it like the action movies are all the same the horror movies are all the same the the, the comedies they just aren't funny oh uh,
2: like 20 fast and furious movies
1: yeah those those I, I i i never liked any of them i i saw the first one when it came out i thought that was so bad like why would you want to go back to the second one let alone like what are they on like 9 like 10, 10 or 11 <laughs> so many yeah, they're,
2: no, they've uh, they changed the car racing games in arcades to Fast and Furious. It used to be like Cruise in USA or something, right? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it's weird. I just noticed that at, like, some arcades. And those, I mean, they're not really, like, arcades anymore, but there's one. No, at there's Dave and out. Buster's.
1: Okay, yeah, there's Dave and Buster's. Yeah, I, but which is weird because it's, like, it's basically a bar. And I don't understand why it has arcade games, but that goes back to the, like the, the whole, there, there is it's a culture. everyone? <laughs> no, well, I mean, maybe, but more the, the culture that keeps people from growing up. And I, I understand mm. like, as an adult, you can, you can have fun, but most of the fun is just the same things you did when you were a kid. Now there, there was a, a, a gimmick that was going around like five, six years ago. I don't know if it stuck, but they were trying to do these things. They were called barcades. Have you heard of this?
4: Hmm. I think I've been
2: to one before, but I didn't do the arcade part. (laughs) Yeah.
1: You've been to a bar. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, this is not the same as a bar. Well, no, they, they're bars that have like old video game consoles.
2: No, that's what they had. They had like okay. a whole room full of these old consoles. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Cause, like cause, you, or something
1: maybe, but yeah, cause, cause Dave and Busters, it's like skee bowl, basketball and like flappy bird now. Yeah. A lot it, of flashy light stuff. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't have cool games like, you know, like Simpsons or uh, like. <laughs> Simpsons or, is awesome, yeah. yeah up
2: the skateboard.
1: Yeah. You know, or the Marge's vacuum cleaner. The
2: Min- the Ninja Turtle one was good.
1: That one too. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a good one. Yeah. Well, but they don't have stuff like that, but this barcade, uh, it was like old video game stuff and a bar. Now the idea to me with that is like, you go there and then. It, it's for nostalgia. Like you do the adult thing of, of having a beer or, yeah, you know, yeah. a, a shot or something like, ah, you know, I'm here with my friends. We're having a good time. Hey, let's go play some old video games like that. Cool. It, it's Think not
2: chicks at the barcade.
1: <laughs> I I don't know. It's, it feels like that's something you go to with like, like couples. Let's go out as a big group and, and then we'll go and we'll, we'll play Mario party. I'm like drunk. that will be a good time. And, uh, that's more just you go there to experience the nostalgia instead of everything around you is like constant reminders of your childhood. So you're never actually leaving your childhood. And to tie this into Wayne's World too, that was the the focus of the movie was even though he had the girl, he had the show, he had the babe lair, he -hmm. still didn't feel fulfilled in his life. He still felt like he was wasting his potential. So um, Jim Morrison and a naked Indian came to him in his (laughs) dreams and told him that he needed to put on a concert, and that gave him the push that he needed to fulfill his destiny and become the the man he was destined to be. So what song do we have this week?
2: So this week we are going to, we're actually mixing it up a little bit. Uh, I'm really excited about this one. So, a little bit of uh, background. So, the name of the band is called Faithhead. And they are a hard rock, progressive metal band from Chattanooga, Tennessee. They're formed in 2016. They've performed regionally, nationally, and on radio and television. And, you know, this. uh, it's funny. Faithhead claims no specific genre. And they refuse to be categorized. Lyrically, the music addresses religion cultural polarization and a rotting moral landscape in order to point to hope so i'm really excited about this we're playing um revolution by faith head off of their born again album so check them out hope you enjoy it
1: all right and we'll see you after the break
2: thank you faithhead for revolution and you know welcome to the family we we uh, appreciate you sending us this, those tracks and we're happy to you know uh contact you guys and shout you out uh we ask that you guys join our discord as well as any other bands and you know we've got some cool updates for with uh, some of the bands we've had on for instance we've had blood of angels on um on episode 8 and they are Right now, uh, so let me backtrack. So they're going to the Independent Music Awards. Uh, so this is the Hollywood Independent Music Awards, August 17th uh, at the Avalon. So they are uh, nominated for an award. So good luck, guys, and congratulations. Uh, we also have Aonic Impulse has their album release party on August 18th. That's uh, on Friday, Beyond the Light album. So Go check them out. Um, message us or them uh for directions if you need that. August nineteenth, we got Withermoon. Uh they were with us on uh episode eleven. They're gonna be playing at the Doll Hut. Um I think they're going on about nine fifty-five. I think I got confirmation from from their singer, not from Ryan, who, you know, he's been dropping the ball on us lately, but you know, we we love those guys. Good luck, everyone, and you know keep uh keep up the great work everyone we'll keep you updated on you know the tours you know mondo generator has been doing a really good great tour in uh in europe they've been connecting with a bunch of people and you know like keep keep working hard guys we appreciate all the work you do and you know happy to support in any way we can so with that ac where uh where should we go to next well, I think we can
1: revisit something that you brought up early on and, and I, early on in the show, not early on in the episode. And that would be the Tory Lane shooting of oh, Megan yeah. the stallion. Cause it looks like he just got sentenced to 10 years in prison and he shot her in the leg, right?
2: Um, so I've gotten confirmation that he shot her, um, like through the foot and he shot her feet. So, so, and he shot her. Like he emptied the clip, so is that six, seven times? Um, yeah, and it's it's funny, not really funny, but a neighbor had witnessed it. And I think this is after they left, like a Kylie Jenner party. And Meg the Stallion actually wasn't going to report this, and it didn't. It wasn't until like Fifty Cent started making fun of her on her on his podcast. Well, and,
1: Fifty Cent's and, cool. Yeah, and
2: yeah, and then she posted a picture of her foot and you could see literally like the tendons in the foot barely hanging on. So this is something very, very serious that did happen to this woman. Um, but she's and, still able to and, do the
1: butt dances, right?
2: Well, there is weird things with that. They're saying that she, she did come out with an album, I think like two years after the incident, but she's played a few shows. I think one, at like Coachella, but she hasn't been able to tour. And, you know, it's probably a psychological problem as well, because you got shot in a pretty horrific way by someone you trusted. Well, telling you to dance and you're getting shot. And like, I think when her foot came up in the air, he shot her like literally through the foot. But yeah, so I don't know uh, how that recovery process is. I'm sure there's a lot of physical
1: therapy involved sure. Yeah. I, I don't, uh, I I don't don't know know. how that all works. Um, but to me, these, these rappers seem to kind of shoot each other, you know, all the time. So I don't, I don't know know, if there is any psychological trauma for them. I, I, I I would guess that there's actual physical trauma because, you know, you brought up the Chris Brown, you know, he's, He's dancing for the whole, you know, hour and a half, two hours, it's however long he's doing it.
3: Stuff, yeah.
1: Yeah. So I, and, and Megan the stallion, I'm, I'm sure she's doing butt dances the whole time. Mm-hmm. So she has to tour and then do that every night. And then if, if you can see the tendons, there's probably some pretty severe damage. So she probably just can't, it, maybe even like walking around on a stage for an hour and a half, that might be too much for her.
3: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. She
1: can probably pop in to do, you know, go to a festival or whatever. And, uh, and do like, you know, 30 minutes and maybe Mm -hmm. like an appearance at like the MTV music awards or, you know, something like that. And, uh, after that, uh, back to physical therapy, I think that's probably the main concern I, I, with, with a lot of these rappers specifically with with, like what we've been learning about them i I don't think they really care about like physical trauma or anything like that i i I really i really don't or sorry um um psychological trauma
2: the emotional you, you know you remember the sopranos and i believe it was tony who says this at one point he's like hey like we all accepted these stakes like we know what we accepted we know that you might take a bullet in the back or whatever. But when you're in the mafia or when you're running around, when you're a rapper rapper, (laughs) you mean the rapper next door wasn't a nice guy? (laughs) No, it's what they do. This happens. So yeah, it's awful. This stuff does happen, but you have to like, look at yourself and see who you're surrounding yourself with. You're surrounding
1: yourself with people that are constantly one on drugs and two brandishing weapons in public.
2: And Tory Lanez had a really bad, um, apparently like an arrest in Florida before this incident Don't happened. Say. Yeah. And, and people are like, well, Florida should have, uh, you know, done more about it because he had all these like illegal weapons and he had like probation, um, violations and it's like, okay. And then two months later he, you know, uh, attempts a murder essentially. I mean, he shoots this woman.
1: Yeah, well, just, well, he. Sh- I don't know if shooting someone in the foot is attempted murder. It's it, I believe it's,
2: that's part of the charge he got, though. For the ten years, it was right. Like, but yes, you six know, years I for having I'm, a weapon and four years for
1: essentially well, making contact. Well, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be fair. I don't think his intention was uh, to kill her. And, and again, I, and I'm not saying I. Uh, I disagree Condom. with the charge. No, no, no. I'm like, yeah, no, absolutely. Like if you fire a deadly weapon, like if I stab you in the foot, like, you know, and I, and I'm charged with attempted murder, you know, I knew that that was a dangerous weapon that could kill you. So not that I would ever do that, but, uh, yeah. we would both know that I'm not trying to kill you. Uh, I I'm in favor of, of harsh punishment. For these type of criminals, because these people act this way on the regular and, and like when someone's saying like Florida should have done more, well, these people have all these lawyers and Mm -hmm. these media moguls, they, they, they pay people off to, to protect their investments. And this is done to make sure that these people are allowed to live like this. Cause they're allowed to live like this and it's not a secret, you know, it, it's out. You can, you can see you know, articles about it happening. Uh They brag about it. it it's encouraged. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to act like that.
2: Oh, and that's a part of why Meg the stallion came like forward too, because Tory Lanez was saying stuff like, oh yeah, like I'll shoot you again. And like, it was like mocking her. And then all of a sudden he's uh really apologetic in court about it. But yeah, that like. Yeah, just throw it in your face exactly
1: yeah yeah and and it also says something that's pretty funny that she didn't want to report this guy doing it why not why not megan the stallion why would you not want to report this guy ruining your live touring career
2: how many more women is it going to take before someone stands up like you need like
1: doesn't have to be a woman
2: oh yeah brown wasn't just
1: assaulting women assaulted a lot more men (laughs) than women yeah yeah goodness gracious yeah it doesn't have to be i know that guy is that i i think that he is the reincarnation of jack the ripper oh goodness yeah this guy you know he, he just knows his original mo was you know killing prostitutes he can't do that or else you know someone like would would catch on to to his game plan so he, now he's just stalking, you know, fans and whatnot and people at basketball games. Yeah. So th- this guy, he shot her. Um, how do you, do you think he's shot other people? Cause I do.
2: <laughs> you know, I don't even mean to laugh, but yeah, like this guy has had so many different like weapons, uh, associated to him and with him that uh, he's obviously, this isn't the first time.
1: Yeah, like, like th- this. guy, he he probably um,
2: and yeah, like in a well. Think think reluctant. about this.
1: So I have this in, in the, this article right here. It says, um, it churned up an issue of the reluctance of black victims to speak to police. So that's one thing mm-hmm. that it yeah, says. That. So so how how many people do you think have been shot by by rappers? that they just don't say anything. Cause also you, you also have to keep in mind that, you know, they have their own kind of hierarchy. Cause I don't, again, I don't think rap has fans like rock and roll has fans or even like, like Taylor Swift. Where okay. I, I think people that like rap, they look at it more like this, this is the, the ruler of my tribe. Like this, this is the person that I want to be my, my leader. This is the, like, I don't respect the law because you know they're trying to take down the the leader of my tribe. Like my Tory Lanez is is my leader. So someone's like, did Tory Lanez shoot this person? Like, well, if I if I snitch on on my man Tory, he's gonna throw me out of the tribe. So you you have to consider that that is is mm. one component. Where Megan the Stallion's like, I can't snitch on Tory because then I'll be the one that snitched on Tory. And that's, that's the hierarchy that I respect, not the law and order of the country that I live in, the law and order that's set by the, the these rappers that will just shoot people. And, and how many murders go unsolved every year? It's just like, oh, a shooting victim who we don't know. There's no witnesses think, because they're think all
2: dead. Like 70%, I think 70% of homicides go, uh, like unsolved. Isn't that something?
1: That sounds right. Yeah, because it wasn't there was a show called like first forty eight, and I think the idea was if you don't get a confession in the first forty eight hours, it'll go unsolved. I think that was it. Mm.
2: Yeah, and they usually rely on DNA evidence um instead of like doing good investigative work the first forty eight hours. So
1: R- Yeah. Well and I remember hearing a long time ago that murder is the easiest crime to get away with because the witness is dead.
2: I guess that makes sense.
1: So it's very, very possible. Like, Here's the thing. Like if, if you were drunk at a party and you were playing with a gun and you shot someone, I believe you would feel bad, turn yourself in and it would haunt you uh, until the end of your life. I don't think that's the case with a lot of these people, these rappers specifically. Uh, Yeah. Um, I, I think it is possible that Tory Lanez shot someone, killed them. Let them to die. The murder oh, was no unsolved. Doubt. And then he goes on with his life. He didn't care.
2: Yeah, that's what he probably thought was gonna happen too.
1: Well, with Megan the Stallion, yeah, he probably assumed she would never say anything. Man, yeah. and then and and, she didn't and, want
2: to.
1: <laughs> yeah, and and, and <laughs> you know she what? Almost she almost didn't until months and, later. And you know what? She probably did say something to, to non law enforcement. Like, can you believe Tori shot me? Oh, the nerve on that guy, obviously that's, you're paraphrasing. You she probably said something a little mm-hmm. you know, different wording. But then it gets around and 50 Cent is like, what an idiot. Like, yeah, I'm going to make fun of you now because you just let this guy shoot you and he is going to do it again and I'm going to laugh again because you decided, well, nothing is going to happen as long as I keep my mouth shut, so I'm going to protect him, even though it goes against uh, all wisdom and even common sense. Common sense is not common anymore. It seems like a like no. a cliche thing to say, but it, it's in short it's, supply it, these days. Yeah, it, it's really not. And we just we don't live in a coherent society where you know people can like someone does something and there is a, a natural reaction. In, in fact, it's it's usually the opposite like yeah. a, a a famous Me- Megan the Stallion's got to be more famous than this Tory Lanez guy.
2: I believe she is. Yes. And they came up around the same time. Yeah, so you know.
1: Yeah, this wo- this woman gets shot by someone that's basically like a junior to her superstar status and mm-hmm. she decides, well, I don't want to say anything because he supersedes her. Right. And, yeah, and I I just I I firmly believe that these people, they just, they don't respect law and order. They don't respect the country that they're in. They look at these rappers as almost like th- they're warlords. And the, like, th- this is the only law and order I follow is what, what these people say. But these people, they, they're not actual leaders. They're, no. they're, they're, they're the equivalent of like hyenas, like they, they just, just run around causing chaos. They run around hurting people. They run around like ruining lives. And it, it's not like they're like, okay, well the, you know, the system that we live under is corrupt and we have to, we have to form our own parallel society because you know, the system's out to get us. It's not going to have our back. But the reality is that the system has their back. This, look at how the system has protected Chris Brown. Look it. it look how long it for took years, and look, yeah, it still is. And look how long it, it took them to get Tory Lanez. Like what it really took for Tory Lanez to go down was for his victim to finally come forward after being mocked. Now someone <laughs> might say, like, well, that's victim shaming. Like, well, you know what? Uh, victim shaming works in in this case because she decided to protect her her oppressor and then she was shamed. And then now her oppressor is in jail. So I don't, I don't want to be some kind of, well, uh, you know, uh, we can't blame the victim. Well, it looks like we kind of can because when we did, it looks like some kind of justice. You know, it happened. I mean, That's... you
2: got to report a crime. And when you, like, if you see an accident on the freeway, you're supposed to, like, pull over and be a witness. So if you get shot, like, why, why would you not tell anyone who did it to you? Like, there's no, that makes no sense. And then the further down you go in this article about, Tory Lane's lawyers, they argued that he suffered from post-traumatic stress disorder from his mother's death and other childhood difficulties. And that that stress led to serious alcohol abuse as an adult, they said. So they're trying to make this guy into a victim and, and to rationalize why he is this awful, aggressive person. And then he's even the type of person that he had his six year old son send in a letter, but the judge apparently didn't discuss it further. Like he, you're using like children too to like be accessories to your attempted murderous lifestyle. Like that is not rational. That is not normal.
1: Did didn't they <laughs> who was the other person that said that was it Chris Brown that said like the reason like he, he, he was having a uh... Like these outbursts. <laughs> yeah. Like didn't, didn't he yeah. have like a, like a me, he, uh, he had like yeah, bad he mental health or something.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He needed to, he needed to respect his mental health Mondays or something.
1: Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Something, something like that. And, and that's, a common that's, just theme. A, that's just a word that they use to trick, to, to trick the, the, these stupid people because, you know, that said over and over like, you know, men, mental health, mental health, mental health. We, well, we do have a problem in this country with mental health. But the, the problem is you have these psychopaths that are shooting people and you're just saying, well, it, it's because you didn't respect his mental health. But the reality is this, this is a predator and he's taking advantage of your kindness. That's what these predators mm-hmm. do. They, they see your kindness. Inch,
2: they take a mile.
1: Yeah. Yeah. These predators see your kindness as a weakness and they exploit it. Mm-hmm. So this Tory lanes, do. he, he, uh, He's gonna keep doing it. Like when he gets out of jail, he's not gonna be like, "I'm rehabilitated." Oh, geez. I feel bad. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna build. A a minister when he comes out. (laughs) I'm gonna be build uh, baby hospitals. Yeah, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna dedicate my life to uh, chastity, and I'm gonna uh, do charity for for women's cause. No, no, he's he's going. He's gonna be let out early on good behavior. He's probably still going to make records in jail. He's going to be given rock star treatment in jail Uh and, um, he's going to continue doing what he does.
2: And he's already gotten 10 months served and, uh, for time served already. So it's not even a full 10 years. Like when will this guy be out? Probably soon.
1: Uh, three years, the most, (laughs) maybe a year and a half. Jeez. because because he because he had all these guns for Tori <laughs> yeah I, i'm sure that that's a a hashtag on twitter i'm sure there's oh, plenty absolutely. of people back back to what i was saying in the first hour with the lizzo thing like if you like lizzo you don't believe it if you don't like lizzo you do right like if you like tory lane's like tory tory didn't do nothing well that's because tory is you know he's their warlord Tori Lanes is the warlord. That that's how the, the rap hierarchy works. They don't have fans. Like it's he's really like, that,
2: like He's like that one guy who who do they call him? Like the uh like the merchant of death or whoever. The <laughs> <a> Russian guy? <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
1: that's I've what heard I think of I've I've heard the stuff about that guy is kind of fake. Oh really? Yeah. I, I heard um yeah, A lot of those stories were were kind of made up about him, and they called him. The- he wasn't
2: starting like wars in the, in Africa or whatever.
1: Yeah. yeah, I heard a lot of that was was kind of made up, but um, it, it, the, uh, Tory Lanes is definitely a bigger criminal than this guy.
4: Oh geez, he's
2: bigger criminal than the Merchant of Death.
1: <laughs> yeah, because the Merchant of Death, Holy he moly. just sold he just sold guns. Okay, like that was it. Did you know that that is how the branch Davidians made money?
2: By selling guns?
1: Yeah, not illegally, but they they yeah they just they just sold guns. You know they lived in Texas.
2: So, I was gonna say they' probably a lot like lax, uh, a lot more lax restrictions in Texas for gun uh, selling or ownership.
1: Well, you know this was you know late '80s, early '90s, so it was a different time. So they All were, the yeah. Yeah, they were just not really the wild west, but it was just, you know, before a lot of these restrictions were out, but yeah, they were just selling guns and I, I that's what they called the guy, the merchant of death because he sold guns and people used guns to kill people with guns. Mm. Therefore he sells death Death. where, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Tori lanes, Tory lanes, like he buys the gun from the merchant of death and he shoots Megan the stallion. That's Is how it works. Soul? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, all, yeah, these, these rappers, yeah, they're, they, it, nothing changes with them. So uh, I, I have a, something, it, I guess it's related to rap. And, uh, okay. So a rapper was found dead in a barrel. Oh. And he may be linked to Pop Smoke's murder. Now, do you know who Pop Smoke is?
2: Is he a rapper?
1: Well, yes, yes.
2: Uh, as I, ju- I was found in this barrel,
1: no, no. Oh, okay. the, so the the wrapper found in the barrel is identified as Javonta Murphy, thirty two. Body discovered okay. on July thirty first, encased in a fifty five gallon barrel, floating near Pacific Coast Highway Bridge. Sounds now, like a
2: like a like a Dexter villain or something.
1: Sure. Well, Javonta M- Murphy's brother. Uh, Jaquan Murphy, 24, was among five individuals arrested in connection with the murder of rapper Pop Smoke. The rapper was fatally shot during a home invasion robbery in the Hollywood Hills. Despite being apprehended alongside four other suspects for attempted murder, Jaquan was subsequently exonerated from the charges. Law enforcement is now delving into the possibility that Javonta Murphy's killing might have been an act of retaliation for the murder of the rapper. Now to me, what, what is, what is interesting about this here specifically is that, uh, back to what we were saying about, you know, Tory Lanez and Megan the Stallion, Megan the Stallion was probably talking about getting shot by Tory Lanez. I, I would guess that most people know who killed Pop Smoke. Okay. Like it, it, it It's, it's, uh, it's right. back to rap rappers are, they're just warlords. Okay. That, that's the premise that I'm going with.
3: You know, right.
1: that, yeah, they, there's no, cause no one does anything differently than anyone else. It, it's all, it's all the same. And you, you like, you, you pick your warlord and that's who you rally behind. So there's, there's probably whisperings in the underground cause these people, I mean, you know, they write songs about the people they kill and how they did it. So they're, you know, they're not like the mob where they're just like, you know, keep your mouth shut. You didn't say nothing. Like, I don't, you know, I, I don't know nothing about nothing. Sorry, Tone. I don't know what you're talking about. Hmm. So this retaliation kill, it, it's, it it was probably um, correct. They probably weren't just like grab this guy because he was arrested, but they dropped the charges. We know he did it. Now it's very possible that this guy got the reputation for killing Pop Smoke, but I bet the guys who killed Pop Smoke and we, we will get into Pop Smoke later. Don't you worry. But okay. these guys that that, that killed them, they probably ran their mouth and that and that spreads. And then someone's like, "You know what? I'm tired of these guys that killed my warlord Pop Smoke." Still run in their mouth and being alive
2: yeah but we've said in the past even with like tupac and biggie that you know anyone would say or claim that they killed
1: them that's when, true you know. now so there's the, that. there the yes yes any you, you want to be you know the guy who kills the warlord becomes the new warlord all right so that makes sense so uh, t- uh, this is what i think is more likely of, of the two scenarios, you have guys that said, yeah, I killed him. And they were just the ones that said it. And that means the guy who actually killed him is keeping his mouth shut. I think it's more likely that the guy who actually did it ran his mouth. Now it's very possible that someone also ran their mouth and said, yo, I killed pop smoke in addition to the guy who actually killed pop smoke saying he killed pop smoke. That name sucks. That's why I keep saying it. Pop okay. smoke. <laughs> this is dumb name. Guy died. Uh, I think he was 20 years old pop smoke. Now there is a reason that, uh, we're getting, we're getting into uh good old pop smoke specifically known legally as Bashar Baraka Jackson. Well, this targeted. Guy has- Targeted by a group of burglars who found his Airbnb location from his social media post.
2: Oh Lord. Yeah. So my, uh, <laughs> I was gonna say my baseball coaches always warned us not to tag any stuff because, like, when I was in the college playing baseball or whatever, these guys tagged themselves um, at like a strip club while we were on the road, at like a, a road game or something. So they got in trouble.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, that's like, that's but you don't this you,
2: stuff can let you get murdered. <laughs> yeah, you don't need
1: yourself. yeah, you don't need to let everyone know where you are and you know Not what, what you're, you're doing, doing at all times. You you can yeah, this you guy's can got, do stuff
2: and be private. This guy Pop Smoke's got 24.1 million million monthly listeners. So, you're telling that's on Spotify. You're telling a lot of people and a lot of people that don't like you.
1: Jeez. Where to find
2: you? I'm on vacation. I am in a compromised position.
1: Do you know what kind of rapper he was? Was he like a drill rapper? He often collaborated with UK drill artists and producers who employed more minimal and aggressive instrumentation than American drill artists from Chicago, reintroducing the sound as Brooklyn drill.
2: Nice. Huh? Yes. Did you say his name already? Bashar
1: Baraka, Baraka Jackson? Jackson.
2: Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. Yeah, nice. Rolls yes. off the tongue.
1: It does. Pop smoke way better. <laughs> yes. Pop smoke. Pop Real pop smoke.com. Pop, is, smoke. Is, pop is, smoke is a really awkward thing to say. Pop smoke. Pop smoke. Yeah. Bashar Baraka Jackson is like a better name, but pop smoke. Like it feels awkward saying it. Pop smoke forever.com. Yeah. And this is another guy. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Uh, he was expelled uh, from eighth grade for bringing a gun to school. You mean pop smoke wasn't a good guy. We started playing basketball as a, as a point and shooting guard.
2: They got choked out by Chris Brown.
1: Um, it's possible. We, we, we never found out the identity (laughs) of the guy that Chris Brown. Uh, But here's the thing. He, he, he had to leave because he was diagnosed with a heart murmur. And then he eventually turned to street life.
4: That's that's the
2: natural trajectory of your of your life, you know. Uh, it's a natural. Transition. Doc, what's wrong
1: with me? Well you have a bit of a heart murmur. What do you suggest? <laughs> Selling drugs and killing the people. Cure is more cowbell. <laughs> no, the cure is not more cowbell, it's more uh handguns. Right? And more gu- yeah, and more pop smoke. Heart murmur. This will get yeah. your
2: heart back in back in Back in place, you know, a little adrenaline rush from uh, some murders. That'll, yeah, no, but you don't.
1: Needs. But that's what the the kind of uh, rush you need. You don't want the you don't want your heart rate accelerating from. um you sure? That's exercise?
2: Doctor told you. Yeah, yeah, no, that's what he said.
1: I mean, I don't know if that's what he no, said, no, but that's no, just, what he meant. As far no. as I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah, okay, let's look. Oh, let's hard. look at. I want to look at his legal issues real quick. So oh, oh, okay, uh, yeah. So first off. The guy died, um, February, 2020. So his legal issues right. tab, now it starts January 17th, 2020 after returning, before he died. after returning from Paris fashion week. So he was invited to Paris fashion week. Why was, uh, why was a criminal expelled from school in the eighth grade for bringing a gun to school invited to Paris fashion week? huh, I wonder what the agenda is in this industry. Anyway, he was arrested mm-hmm. by federal authorities at JFK International Airport after stealing a Rolls-Royce valued at 375000 <laughs> Their owner reported it stolen after Jackson had reportedly borrowed it in California for a music video shoot on the condition it would be returned the next day. Investigators believed he arranged for the car to be transported on a flatbed truck to New York. He posted a photo of himself in front of the stolen car on Instagram and Facebook.
4: These people are it,
1: these people are incredibly stupid. They're, they're stupid and, and they're just they're they they never stop committing crimes. They just they don't stop. The car was recovered by authorities at Jackson's mother's house in the Canarsie section of Brooklyn. After his arrest, police questioned him about a non-fatal shooting that took place in Brooklyn in June 2019. The police thought he had information on the shooting because they claimed to have footage of him driving a car in reverse near the scene of the crime. Police also tried to pressure Jackson into telling them more information about the Crips, GS9, and other Brooklyn street gangs, but he refused to talk. Now, oh, but didn't you say they always run their mouth? Yes, they run their mouth to other people from either their own tribe or rival tribes. Yeah. They don't talk to cops. They don't respect uh, the the country's law and order. Like ASAP Rocky, he went to Sweden and he assaulted someone. They don't care about law and order. The only law and order they respect is what is set by their, their various warlords. He was charged with the grand theft auto posted a $250,000 bond and agreed to stay away from known <laughs> gang members and submit drug tests to the U S uh, pre-trial services. Pretrial. The conditions Jackson was put under hindered some of his performances like the BK drip concert at King's theater in Flatbush in February, 2020, as gang members were in the audience, gang members were probably performing.
2: Yeah. And putting it on. That yeah, well, I don't like, think gang. I mean, a,
1: a different kind of gang member was organizing it. The music right. industry puts this on. No, the, these people, these rappers, they they are they are no brains. They are they are the they are the bronses of, of of this. With the the brains is the the music industry. They get these people together. You know, they put the shows on. They they book the tours. They they do all the promotion. These rappers don't do anything. Mm-hmm. Like somehow, uh, so this guy put out an album and I believe it was on uh 50 cents. Uh, I think it was 50 cent produced his album. Uh, let me, let me take a look here. Um, shoot for the stars, aim for the moon producer. Oh, there's a lot of, holy moly. There are a lot of people on here, but I thought it was, it was on 50 cents label. Uh, Republic. Is that it? Oh my gosh. Founded Sounds by weird. Avery Lippman and Monty Lippman. I don't think either of those is, uh, whatever. I, that's where I, I saw it somewhere. 50 Cent is somehow <laughs> related to this guy. Okay, here we go. 12 days after the mixtapes released, Pop Smoke was murdered during a home invasion in Los Angeles. 50 Cent was the executive producer of his posthumous debut st- uh, studio album, Shoot for the Moon. Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon. Yeah. So yeah, the, these people, they don't just know 50 cent. You don't just know 50 cent. Okay. A sentence, 17 year old, first degree murder. Is, did someone, okay. Shooter. The shooter was an unnamed 15 year old. The guy who How shot and hot smoke okay the verdict the 17 year old pleaded guilty conviction 17 year old voluntary manslaughter home invasion robbery charges first degree murder with special circumstances so all right well let's find out so here's the well, did death.
2: He, yeah yeah go into the death because it's interesting because he was renting a house through airbnb yeah. owned by the real housewife star teddy mellencamp and her husband
1: now let's find and out when, is her husband yeah. john mellencamp No, John Mellencamp is her dad. Oh, is that true? Yeah. Parent, John Mellencamp, father. That's bizarre. So he was renting the house from the daughter of John Mellencamp in the Hollywood Hills. (laughs) At 4.30 (laughs) AM, five hooded men, including one wearing a ski mask and carrying a handgun, broke into the house through a second story balcony. The intruders held a gun to a woman's head and threatened to kill her. Shortly thereafter, the mm-hmm. woman heard the men shoot Jackson 3 times after an altercation. The LAPD received news of the home invasion from a call from the East Coast. That's weird. Police arrived. Okay, now if they received a, a call from the East Coast, which probably means this girl called um the next in line for at yeah, the yeah. Warlord tribe and said, yeah. "Hey, pop smoke's been killed and they said, okay, we'll call the police. Like at this, cause she probably.
2: We'll handle this internally. No, no,
1: no, 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 it wasn't handled internally. The cops came clearly handled externally. No, she just knew, okay, I, I'm not allowed to call the police. I have to call someone. And then they determined, okay, you can call the police. So she, or they, yeah, no, 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 no. There's no, or she called, she called pop smokes, uh, tribe leaders and said, Hey, uh, um, uh, my warlord was killed. What do I do? And they said, okay, we will call the cops. That's what happened. Police arrived six minutes later and found Jackson with multiple gunshot wounds. He was rushed to Cedars-Sinai medical center where doctors performed, a uh, Thoractomy on the left side of his chest. Yeah, Two hours later it's... what is it? You looked it up? You said it will, don't look no, it
2: up? my I oh. hovered over it with my I mouse. did too. Like I shouldn't gross. have done that. <laughs> I shouldn't I have done you that. You. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, you you did. Right.
2: Yeah. Sorry you
1: did about your best. That. A few hours yeah. later he was pronounced dead. He was twenty years old. On February twenty first, the LA County Department of Medical Examiner Corner revealed the cause of death was a gunshot wound to the chest. Ugh. The (laughs) LAPD at first suspected that Jackson's death was gang related as he was tied to the Crips. So weird Mm -hmm. how that always comes up. Yeah. And and they invited someone that was tied to the Crips to, to Paris fashion week. Yeah. They know what they're doing. They knew. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, They know, these people know what they're doing. Okay. This is not about, well, this is popular. No, no, no. They make this popular because they, they invite, this is how it works. They invite this guy to Paris Fashion Week and the, the parents know about Paris Fashion Week because they're reading Variety and E! and uh, Hollywood Insider. So they know Paris Fashion Week, that's where the stars go. Well, hey, can I want to listen to the new Pop Smoke CD or uh, Spotify. Okay, well, he's at Paris Fashion Week, so he must be an upstanding, co- cool guy. That, that's as far as, the, as it goes. So they invite these people to Paris Fashion Week to legitimize them. They know everything mm-hmm. about Pop Smoke. They know that he was uh, expelled from school for bringing a gun. They knew that he had a heart murmur. Therefore, he was prescribed a life of crime on the streets. <laughs> He's tied to gangs. Uh, and uh, 50 Cent produces his album. That, that's, how it, that, that's, that's how the cycle goes. However, the LAPD later believed his death was the consequence of a home robbery gone wrong. That that is very possible. It was believed the intruders stole Jackson's gold watch and other jewelry before running away from the house. In May 2021, a 15-year-old, the youngest of four intruders, allegedly admitted to killing Jackson over a diamond-studded Rolex during a recorded interview with a cellmate at a juvenile detention center. Yeah, they just run their mouth. Mm -hmm. They, they, They talk. And that
2: stuff's recorded too. When you're in those like jail cells, they can.
1: Yeah. You don't, you don't have the same rights there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The 15 year old told the cellmate that Jackson at first complied with their request for jewelry, but then tried to fight them and a confrontation broke out in which Jackson was pistol whipped and shot with the Beretta M92. The intruders made off with his Rolex, which they sold for $2,000. Now back to what you were saying earlier, anyone can say that they probably got him because there were details that, only they knew about right so you know this guy said things that were too specific they're like yeah this this kid definitely did it now the reason it says unnamed 15 year old because I think there is a law you can't publish um, a minor th- yeah the names of a minor for crimes they commit I-, I think that is a law I'm not I'm not sure I- I've heard people say that but I don't know what is the truth or or, or the the meme like uh, you know the If you're a cop, you have to tell people you're a cop. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm fairly certain that's completely fake and made up. Yeah, that is fake. (laughs) Yeah. But, so I don't know if that, the minor thing, I mean, I would assume so because it says unnamed 15 year old. I
2: I think I should know if you've like, murdered someone when you were 15 you know like i would like to stay away from you possibly i don't know maybe you don't deserve that right like i I don't
1: know no i (laughs) i I agree i agree with that completely like at certain crimes like you know if you if like you went joyriding and you went to jail for that okay like you know you do like a stupid thing but like maybe i'm not
2: gonna like get in a car with you but
1: yeah you can't you're not borrowing my car yeah, but if mur- <laughs> yeah. murder. There should be like a no tolerance for it because this isn't like the kid went to a party that pop smoke was throwing, and he found right. a gun and dropped mm. it, and it went that off and hit pop smoke. Yeah, no, they they pistol whipped him, they robbed him, and then they shot him. Yeah, this was this was intent. Now the and day it before- was a part.
2: Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> no, you go. I was gonna say it was a gang of people that. Like literally a gang killed him.
1: Yeah. They, they, they plotted <laughs> this. They, they, he yeah. probably tagged himself like, yo, I'm staying here tonight. Here's the address. I'm cool. And they probably saw like, Hey, you know what? This guy's probably got a lot of money and jewelry. He went to yeah. Paris fashion week. Uh, he's, he's making music videos. I'm sure. The day oh, no before doubt. his murder, Jackson and friend Michael Duradola posted several images on social media, including one in which Camp's home address can be seen in the background. God. Well, there's that. The rapper also posted a story on Instagram and Facebook of gifts he had received. <laughs> one showed the house's oh, no. full address on the packaging, oh. giving out its location. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, all you need to do is just read a little further. Uh, yeah, I I'd say so. Oh, uh, <laughs> <So> far. <laughs> yeah. This, yeah, this is, this oh. is like, you oh, know, Lord. he, he who lives by the sword dies by the sword. Like you're a drill rapper. You, you talk mm-hmm. about, you know, how violent you are and I'm sure he was very violent. I He's probably so have a
2: team game. around me if I was this guy, you know, you'd I, know gonna be, you know, you're going to be, Oh, let me just show you where I am. I actually have a lot of stuff that's worth a lot of money and I'm unprotected Come come hang out this, with your your this, weapons and your your face masks and
1: <laughs> Bring your Beretta M ninety twos. Yeah th- th- this next thing is actually pretty upsetting to me. More than okay. like it makes me angry, not sad. Jackson's body was originally planned to be buried at the Cypress Hill Cemetery, but was later changed to Greenwood Cemetery. Family, friends, and fans of Jackson gathered in his hometown of canarsie brooklyn to show their respects this is what upsets me his casket was pulled in a horse drawn carriage and was surrounded by glass windows and white curtains this is like a military leader or like king's death yes he was was just a A, a, a veteran thug yeah this was this was just a a thug that that happened to, to talk about violent acts that he committed and he's getting this treatment like th- this is, this is so ridiculous. And this is why I go back to, this is a warlord. Yeah, they, they treat yeah. him as the warlord. The, yes, the rap do. rap is the warlord tribe. That's it. They don't have fans. Oh, really? Cause I like rapping about it. Okay. Well, you know what? You're not this type of person. The type of people that make these people popular and infamous. They they're not, it's not the same thing. It appeals to people in a different way. Like teenagers, like heavy metal for the aggressive sound and hellacious lyrics because, you know, they got a lot of, you know, testosterone pumping through their, their body. And, you know, they got a lot of pent up aggression, You're angry. but, uh, but the people that like rap, they specifically like the, not the gangster. That's just cause these people choose not to speak the language correctly. The gangster mentality, like they like the like I want to be Scarface up until the end of the movie. Yeah. And I'm even gangster, in the end, I'm a
2: gangster. <laughs>
1: yeah. That's just like, no, you just, you, you are just too lazy to say the word correctly. Gangster. No gangster. <laughs> say it correctly. Speak the language properly. No, they, they genuinely like the criminal component. They like the violence. They like the excess. That's the why it's a
4: thing. Like that, saying.
1: The, yeah. That's why it's appealing to them. That's what they like about rap. And then they designate these people as their warlords. This is what I care about. I don't care about the society that I live under. I don't care about, I don't want to get a a nine to five job. I don't want to get married, have children in a family. I want a gold plated gun And a grill with my name on it in diamonds. And I want everyone to tell me that I'm great and I want to be able to kill whoever I want. That is what I want. That is why rap like this appeals to the people it appeals to. And the people in the music industry, they know damn well that the people are like this and they still invite them to Paris Fashion Week. They pop up in. Stupid little articles and in variety and e they they show up in quirky cute little Snapchat reels. They're promoted on on Facebook. These are sharks swimming in your ocean, and you are told no 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 those are just little puppy dogs, and they are eating people by the second. And you are being told that, well, it's, it's your problem. You're, you're the one that that's wrong. There's nothing wrong with them. You know, oh, you know, that's their culture. That's just their culture. No, these are violent sociopaths that uh, aspire to murder. That's, that's what they want to do.
4: They don't want to just play music and have a good
1: time. Maybe you want to do that. They don't. This is appealing to a very specific kind of brain. And it is being normalized in the media. And they're not telling you these aspects. Oh, Pop smoke, he was killed. Yeah, tragic. Oh, yeah, you know, some people, you know, they're just crazy. They're under stress. Every every excuse. But no, these people, he who lives by the sword dies by the sword. These are, are violent gangsters. And in many cases, you know, they are associated with gangs. He's associated with the Crips. And what was the other one that I saw earlier? I, I can't remember, uh, GS nine. Yeah. I, I
2: don't,
1: I don't know what that is.
2: I'll just,
1: I'll just look that up right now. GS nine, American hip hop group. It's a hip hop collective based in New York city current members are Bobby Schmurda oh, Rowdy heard of him. Rebel
2: Bobby Schmurda
1: yeah okay well you, you know him uh, Corey of, Finesse and Lil Scrap 1090 yeah there's um, a
2: line that Bobby Schmurda says it's like uh, I think it's called Hot Boy the song it's like I've been smoking crack since the age of like 13 or selling crack something like that but that's the type of artist that guy is <sighs> Yeah, good. yeah, Bobby. Good, good wholesome stuff.
1: Bobby's Bobby date de- His debut single has a uh, an interesting name. Uh, sure he did. he has he has a dance called the Shmoney dance. Oh, it looks um ridiculous. Is that different than the Cat Daddy? uh I don't know, baby. Oh. I mean, this <laughs> is the Shmoney dance. Shmoney. The the uh, yeah, I'm not saying the name of it for obvious. Uh, <laughs> uh, you, you, you can guess what the name is, why I'm not saying it. Uh, the song peaked at number six on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 chart. Becoming the f- artist's first and only top ten single in the United States. Uh, certified platinum. Uh, yeah, so, it doesn't
2: look like he's a law-abiding citizen either, though.
1: No, he's, a, he's, a, a mem- he's just another, another uh, rival warlord. You know about the, the, like those African tribes that like killing each other, like the Hutus and the Tutsis. Oh
2: yes. Yes. That's basically
1: what rap is like what drill rap is in America. It's, it's just a, a modernized version of that. It's just, it's just different tribes killing each other and and they're, they're not doing it really like for like power. Like we're not, it's not like a turf thing. It's more for just like clout. Like I've killed the most, so you have to respect me. It's like that's that's kind of the level.
4: Yeah, like I
2: just typed in Bobby Shmurda and my search engine and the first thing that comes up is from grmdaily.com and it says uh it's from May 26, 2016. And it says seven fascinating things we learned from Bobby Shmurda's jail interview with GQ. Like why are you getting interviewed in jail? GQ magazine.
1: Why is GQ interviewing convicts? (laughs) And, and, and and the reason is because they're normalizing them. They're normalizing these rappers. Like these, these people are, I'm not kidding. These are the, some of the most dangerous people on the planet. And you like, they're trying to desensitize you into thinking these are accessible. They're cool. Like, uh, you know, I, I met Danzig, um,
2: yeah, you talked about that. Yeah, before.
1: A, a long time ago, and he was very nice. Like you know, maybe maybe it's a it's a show that he put on. You know, he's smart enough to know like I, I shouldn't piss people off because it's my bread and butter. But he was very nice. Now these people are not the same. It's it's not like you know you you see uh like Slayer on stage and then they come off stage. And, you know, they're just regular normal dudes and. Uh, like, you know, they, they, they have lyrics about, you know, killing people and, and whatever, but like off stage, you know, like, oh, I'm just a normal guy. You know, I'm, I'm really into calligraphy and like, you know, I'd like to be a cartographer. Like they're not like that. They They are. <laughs> he's getting arrested and interviewed in GQ. They're trying to normalize and-, and desensitize you. Look, look, they're harmless. See, look, they're in GQ. No, but he's in jail. And the reason he's in jail is because he's a, a compulsively he's, he's compulsively committing whatever crime he can. That, and, and, and that's, that's what the, the, the system is doing this, this, the, the music industry knows this and they're getting you to lower your guard around them. Mm-hmm. They will kill you for yeah. no reason other than they think, Hey, look. I'll get slightly more respect on the streets. They don't think like, oh, but what if I go to jail? They go to jail. They still get to record their album and they still get their GQ interviews. And then and when they get, get out, really they're a legend. Cool. Look, I went to jail mm-hmm. for killing this guy. Yeah. That That's the, the reality of hip hop. And this is, this is the real reason I hate it so much because there are hip hop songs. You know, I hear, oh, like yeah uh, yeah, like that song "Diddy" by Paperboy. I'm like oh that's a, that's a fun one. You know the lyrics are a little you know a little racy for me, but still uh, I I find the the music is easy listening and you know the the way he's he's talking I I think that's kind of fun, but I hate it because it enables this type of behavior. Like no one no one aspires to be a rapper for good reasons it It's always the most selfish like evil reasons, like I want to be a rapper so I can make money and kill people and get away with it now that that's what it comes down to that's what that's what they value because that's that's the the world that they've created like you look like, like notorious b i g murals where he's got his little crown on mm-hmm. that's their ruler that that's it yeah. yeah. And before you say like, yeah, we get it. You, you said it over and over. Good. I hope it sticks into your brain. That's the point. Now, the, the way that they have desensitized you to how dangerous these people are, because I guarantee you before listening to this episode, you never thought like, oh, there's a rapper. Um, someone should be in fear for their life around them. I bet you never did. I bet you just thought like, oh, rap or, or yeah, I love rap. You probably never thought like, okay, like the, these are, are people that adhere to their own laws and they will just compulsively commit crimes. They're like the guy from Halloween. They just like kill people for no reason.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And like, and Chris Brown and Tory Lanez kind of like almost fly in under the radar because you could be like, well, they just sing like love songs and you know, they have like kind of good voices or, or whatever you want to say. They don't talk about like, uh, you know, the normal gang activity, but you know, they,
1: they just you know, live they the are, lifestyle. They're, they're
2: like the worst. Yeah. They live the lifestyle. <laughs> they're the worst ones.
1: Yeah. And, and that just goes to show you, it's not just the drill rappers, the drill rappers. They're just yeah. more honest. Like those are the people that That, you know, they don't, they, they didn't get the memo. Like, no, you got to say like, Ooh, baby, I love you. But then you can kill people. They're just like, nah, like this is what we're doing. You know, write what, you know, that's what they all say. And rap is it's, it is a genuine menace to society. Like, like the movie of the same name. (laughs) Well, they did the same thing with metal in the satanic panic. Yeah. And you know what? As a result of the satanic panic, people stopped caring. The uh, the, uh, the moral fibers of our society eroded, and no one stands up to rap because they use that as an example. What about the Satanic Panic? Well, you know what? As a result <laughs> of the Satanic Panic, uh, people don't care, and uh, at, and that meme itself made people just say, "Well, I guess we we made a a big deal about the metal, and nothing really happened." So maybe this rap thing that's in our head too. But nope, never was
0: no, no a long time ago, were...
1: a long time ago when we had, um, a, a country instead of what we have now, which is like, uh, a, an economic zone, uh, with, uh, designated, uh, banana Republic rulers. Rappers could come out and say, oh, I did a hip hop, a hip a hip, hip hop. You don't stop. Ra-. And then, and then everyone, you know, it was, oh, it's so it cute. Fun. Yeah. you yeah. know, It's all about partying. It's quirky. Yeah, it it's, it's it's cute. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's not, you know, it's kind of the evolution of, and then we went straight right. out, cop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, and it, something on, about a, like, my shot off or my sawed off and something, I don't remember, but, uh, yeah. And everyone, they were fine with that. I'm sure there were people that were like, Ooh, well, that's just kind of scary. But then you have these people pushing back saying like, you don't know how hard it is for them. Okay. <laughs> they live in constant fear of, of, of blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, they live in constant fear of people like them. I, I would not feel safe around any of the NWA. And I know Ice Cube is has kind of become uh, like a hollow shell of what it used right. to be. But, you know, anyone saying those lyrics, you know, I'm not trusting them. Oh, what about Dave Mustaine singing, you know, uh, good morning, Black Friday? Yeah, well, Dave Mustaine uh, eventually got away from those lyrics, and the only real destruction he was uh, committing was to himself. That, yeah. all, of, all of his anger w- was, was turned inward. These rappers all do it outward, and I don't, I think all of them would laugh as they killed you.
2: Oh, no doubt. And they'd probably get enjoyment out of it too.
1: Oh, absolutely. Like, Davis
2: so, Dan was never like robbing people and bashing people over the head, like sucker no. punching. No,
1: and all the fights he got in were, was clearly because he was on drugs and alcohol, and he wasn't happy with the abuse that he genuinely had. And no one ever made that excuse for him. Everyone just kind right. of pointed at him and called him a piece of trash. Mm-hmm. They didn't say like, well, he has PTSD. And, th- and then they excused it, and then they let him keep doing it. There are multiple attempts for him to get clean, and then he eventually did. Now, on that note, why don't you take us home?
4: Yeah,
2: and I, I think it's interesting what we talked about with these rappers, too, and that this this idea, it's been around a long time. Like Even with this Bobby Shmurda, I mean, this is a 2016 article about these seven fascinating things that GQ found out about him, like the fact that he saw his local weed dealer murdered in front of him in 2013. So I, I feel like we are you know, essentially living in a trance and we do need to wake up and and people will stop us from doing things because they are afraid themselves. So get rid of the fear, go out and do it, you know, be the best person you can be. Think for yourself, you know, and, and pay attention to these stars who are dragged in front of you, you know, look a little deeper that maybe this drill rapper who's attending this Paris, uh, fashion week isn't actually this this great guy that's being promoted in front of us but we want you to you know connect with us tell us your thoughts um, message us and we'll give you out our uh, discord invite it's a really cool platform for our artists and bands to you know connect with us can tell us about their upcoming events all that we want to get connected we want to get to know you guys and with that you know stay safe out there everyone thanks again this is the metal podcast and enjoy your day